Hello and welcome to the Soul Gasm Podcast. I am your host, Jen Quigg, self love and empowerment coach. This is sacred space for the soulful woman ready to honor, love, and empower herself, mind, body, and soul. Hello, guys and gals, and welcome back to the Soulgasm Podcast. It's your girl, JQ, and I have an amazing, amazing female entrepreneur for our Finding Peace in the Storm series. Um, I am so, so blessed to have her on, and um, she's honestly like one of my dearest friends um, and such a badass. Mm. So um, please welcome Michelle, and go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Michelle. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here as always, every time. It's such an honor. Um, Well, I'm Michelle. I have two kids and two businesses and I'm married and I have, so my first business is a body and skincare business called Elixir Apothecary and it's all crystal and botanical infused. So if you're a spiritual person looking to really up your self-care game, that that's for you. Yep, and literally, um, I have yeah. energy elixir here. I've got elixir mm. here. I've got ease elixir. I've got <laughs> I oil. I've got everything. You are stocked up. Oh I know. God, I, I love it. it. I love it so much. I love it. And so that, it, it really enhances your self-care ritual by infusing your your spirituality with your self-care. That's the whole, it's the hashtag in the movement for elixir is everyday ritual it's infuse it in your everyday. It doesn't have to be a segmented part of your week. It can be in every minute of every day. So that's what our products do for you. And then I have a coaching business where I help women build businesses around their soul gifts and really run profitable and purposeful businesses, coaching business on that. So and my Facebook group is the whole soul collective. So if anybody wants to join that, we're, um, we're launching a five-day challenge at the end of this month, all about how you can figure out how to get major clarity on your soul-based business. So if you've been thrown off about this pandemic, which we're talking about today, yeah, if you've been kind of, yeah, if you've been thrown off your game and you have no idea what you're supposed to be doing to get back on track, or if you've been thinking of building a business but you want it to be soul-centered and you want to start it right. Um, a free five-day challenge in that group. So it's Whole Soul Collective. That's going to be launching on the 27th of March. So we're excited about that. I am so excited for you. Literally, you guys, Mm -hmm. I'm a member of the Whole Soul Collective. There is major, major value that goes into that space. It is such a sacred space for women who just want to come and be held, be honored, and really find their purpose in their business. It is a beautiful, beautiful space. So thank, thank you, you, Michelle, for, uh, for coming on and sharing with us all of your gifts and talents. Um, thank you. I'm curious on how this pandemic has, has affected you right now. If you guys aren't sure what we're talking about, I don't know how, but we're talking about COVID-19 right now and the status of the world <laughs> at this moment. Um, and I'm just curious on um, how, it's, how it's affected you personally, professionally, and all the things. Well, let's start with personally. And I feel this because we were talking about how we have a collective uh, 
lesson from this thing and also a personal lesson from this thing. And my personal lesson is a number of things. There has been a lot of shame that I've had to release around my business. And if you're listening to the podcast, you know, I have a haircut. <laughs> and when you all saw me last time, either on our new moon ritual or whatever, my hair was below my boobs. Like it was long. And I've cut it up to my, basically my chin. Mm -hmm. And it was so symbolic. And my husband did it. Don't worry, I didn't have anybody over to do it. <laughs> my husband did it. Um, but it was so symbolic because <clears throat> I was working with my coach and we went through this thought process of why do our thoughts affect our feelings, which affect our actions? It's, it's a pattern and it always affects our outcome. This is something she's teaching me that I am now teaching my clients of your feelings are completely dictated by your thoughts, dictated by your beliefs and how to actually rewire those things. So that you are not, say, launching something, but you self-sabotage and you fuck up the whole thing because of your thoughts. How to really master your mindset. And she was talking about, you know, what do you feel when you put an offer out there and nobody, you know, says anything about it? And I said, well, I feel hopeless. And she said, it's deeper than that. And I'm like, well, that's pretty much how I feel. <laughs> you know, I don't fight with me on how I feel. And I got defensive almost. And she's like, no, it's, she's a really intuitive, amazing person. She's a, no, it's deeper. It's shame. And then we worked around. So we did that for Elixir. And then we did that for my coaching business. Same thing with a different thought. And it came down to shame. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why do I feel shameful? And I mean, I'm not going to go into like all of the healing that I had to do, but it was inner child, ancestral and past life. And I'm working through that and, you know, still, but that haircut was so symbolic. So that was one of the things that I released during the haircut. I have to make everything spiritual, <laughs> not just a haircut. It's a symbolic haircut. But, um, so one thing that I've really learned during this whole thing is releasing shame around what we're doing and really stepping into giving ourselves permission to start before we're ready to do something. And I don't mean do something that like launch a coaching package around something you don't know how to help people with. I'm not saying that I'm saying you don't need another certification. You already do know enough when let's just talk coaching for a minute. If you are launching something that you know will help people that you yourself have embodied and you still feel like you don't have a right to sell it, that's a problem. Mm. And that is something that I was running into. I mean, I've embodied the things that I teach. I can help people get these results, all these things, but I was still feeling like nobody will buy. It's too much money. Mm. Um, it's not worth it. They're going to want a refund, even though nobody has ever wanted a refund. Like there was no proof for any of the shit that I was making up in my mind. It's just, it was still there. So that's when there's a problem. So it's really releasing shame around what we have to offer. And then also really learning to embody what we're teaching so that that'll actually help us release shame around what we're offering. Mm -hmm. Because when, and, and something else as well, when we're in the midst of 
personally going through and working through the issues that we help people solve, we show up much more authentic and we show up in inspiration because it's, oh my gosh, I just figured out this new way of dealing with this thought. Like, I want to share it with you. You show up in inspiration, you show up in authenticity rather than, oh, I've got to that goal and I'm way beyond it. Why would I want to teach it? Because you have to be in the moment with people, but just a few steps ahead. And that gives you the right to teach it. Mm. So, but there's a fine balance, not promising results. You can't get them. So it's like, where is that balance? And the balance comes in embodying what you're teaching (laughs) and really, really releasing shame around selling it. So that's been huge on a personal slash business level for me. Because all of the the business up levels come, as you know, from working on yourself, <laughs> you know, always. And that, so that's, that's been huge. Those three I, things. I really resonate with what you shared about um, just, just the shame and those things. It's, it's really interesting. Um, so earlier today, um, one of my biggest lessons I feel in this whole thing has been to learn to slow down and Mm -hmm. honor myself and slowing down. And so last night at about, mm, it's probably about 11 o'clock. It was pretty late. I I really shouldn't have been posting at this late at night because usually I try to put my phone away at about 9.30. I know how I get late at night. (laughs) I know, bad decisions. Yeah, bad decisions, right? And so (laughs) I saw this, um, in fact, I'll read it Um, because this is great to talk about. I think we should talk about this. This is deep shit. Um, So... (laughs) Um, because we're talking about how we're growing through this pandemic and why not? Um, cause yeah. I want to get your opinion on this. So, um, so I posted this, uh, I reposted this picture that said, if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill, your side hustle started more knowledge then you never lacked the time you lacked the discipline. And I captioned it so true. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my current coach, which I actually had her on an earlier episode of, um, the, the finding peace in the storm, Kristen, she, um, Mm, in here, she said, this is, we really need to be careful about the language that that invokes because what you're Mm -hmm. creating in this moment by these, by this idea is basically a privilege that if you don't come out on the other side of this Mm. pandemic better for it, then you've, basically done yourself in the world a disservice and like you're not doing enough and it really initially Mm. triggered me a lot because I was like you know who does this person think that they are you know and just really getting in that ego space and then I stopped and sat with myself for a minute and I realized that this was literally almost Jennifer ego-based trying to do 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 um because I was Mm -hmm. looking at it as though my circumstances and what I currently have at this moment is um, in the same as what everyone else is experiencing right now. Like this, this like truth mm. that like I'm so supported by my family. Like I have a place to stay. I don't have people like dropping like flies and dying around me. Like I don't have any of those things happening right now. Like I can still go to the grocery store and get food. Like there's things, this life mm-hmm. has barely, barely changed for me. And mm-hmm. So expecting that people should be able to drop into the same amount of like 
go, 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 do, 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 blah, 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 like all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever in reality, like how long, like this is what I had to sit with is how long did it really take me to get to a space where I was comfortable and actually had inner peace over being a stay-at-home mom? And now people are experiencing mm. for the first time what it's like to be a stay-at-home parent with their child all the time. And yeah. I can definitely be the first person to say that it put me through some major depression, um, experiencing parenthood on that level for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it took me years. It took me years to get to a space of peace. It took me yeah. years to decide that I was worthy to like show up and actually talk about what I felt like was on my heart to talk about and to mm-hmm. show up and share that. Um, and expecting like that people will just like, you know, get there right now, you know, and I really, I had to sit with that for a minute and I had to really think it over. Um, and I realized that it literally was my, my own ego, my own doership really stepping in to, to take Mm -hmm. control. And I think my biggest lesson in all of this personally, um, and I could even apply professionally has been slowing down, has been, Mm -hmm. you know, the time I've learned the most is when I've given myself a moment to just at peace, peacefully sit down in a non-judgmental space and quiet myself and just Mm -hmm. slow down, like get belly to earth or, you know, go outside, do spirit yoga, you know, that the stuff Mm -hmm. that doesn't have an outcome, the stuff that doesn't make sense to people that look at it and go, why would you go outside for 20 minutes and just like, sit in the dirt, you know, like that doesn't make sense. You're doing <laughs> yep. you're making more da, 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 da. and well, uh, you're in good company because the goddess Isis, <laughs> that's what she did. Belly to earth for years and years on end. That's what she did right before her ascension. So yeah. you're in good company when you do that. So <laughs> side note, <laughs> uh, it was just, a, it was an interesting thing. when you, you talked about that, the shame, cause it, it did yeah. completely ignited um, you know, shame and like, you know, all of these feelings inside of me of like shame of my past, shame of my journey. And like, um, Mm -hmm. it's really about owning all pieces, all pieces and all parts of you being Mm -hmm. humble, being humble about the beginnings. That's, oh gosh, there's so much to that because that's what wholeness is all about. That's, that's my business. Hello wholeness. And it, somebody asked me, one of my clients the other day actually asked me, what does wholeness mean to you? And I of course have done so much work on this because that name was just dropped on me. Like I didn't spend hours coming up with it. It just was one of those divine things. And now a year and a half, almost two years into my coaching business, I'm realizing there's such a reason that that came to me as a name is because I'm supposed to go on my own journey before I can teach this of healing, major healing. And I mean, it, it's basically calling, calling those parts of you back that you have lost through, whether it's lifetimes or ancestral trauma or childhood trauma. Um, there's a lot to that because I feel like a major part of wholeness is realizing that you are not doing this alone, that you have a greater power helping you mm-hmm. accomplish these things 
And that when you put in the work with the right energy and the right mindset with a strategy that feels good in a business, that's the magic three. Mm. But getting ourselves to a place where we allow ourselves to close the laptop or put the phone down or close the journal even, whatever we're working on, and allowing that to be enough and knowing that the universe will take over because we're massively supported, that's the real work is not all the strategy stuff. It's, it's really the surrender and the trust and knowing that we are supported when we show up in the right energy. And I've, I'm on that own, my own journey of, um, with myself. And so that was something that source said very strongly was you are learning, you are on your own journey of wholeness yet you have a right to teach it to people in a business way, but you are still, of course, on your own journey. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I'm like, wholeness means healing. It means taking like the puzzle pieces of your soul and like putting it back together. And that comes in many different ways. And especially as we're building a business, like (laughs) building a business is one of the most spiritual ass things I've ever done because you really got to work on yourself for your business to grow. So and releasing the shame and then around the the post that you shared. I mean, whoever wrote that definitely is coming from a place of like narrow, you should only be accomplishing shit during this time type of mentality. Like an outcome. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like this coronavirus is an opportunity for us to get ahead in our business. And it's like, yeah, there, there's that. And I do agree because I'm, I'm teaching people on how to get clarity so they can come out on the other end of this with some clarity on their direction in their spiritual business. That's what I teach. But I also believe in a massive balance of compassion and recognizing how privileged we are to sit in that. Um, there's a lot, a lot of components. So I understand where it was written from, but I also understand um other opinions surrounding it too so yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah and I love what you said about bringing back the pieces because I literally right before we hopped Mm -hmm. on I opened the Lisa Lister um witch and she talks about I opened to the page of re-remembering who we are and I was like that's kind of crazy what she just said it was all just you know it all just coincided of Sometimes, you know, when we're not taking a moment to reflect, we're not slowing down. Um, We don't, we do start forgetting. We start forgetting Mm -hmm. how long it did take us to get to wherever we are at this Mm -hmm. moment, how much work, um, you know, inner work, outer work, whatever it was to get there. And I think that's what keeps us humble. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah, it was very, it's Mm -hmm. balance of life for sure. Um, it is yeah mm -hmm. um so during all of this you know we're we're experiencing quite a lot clearly um Mm -hmm. with all of our inner work and how it's personally just bringing a lot up um how are you honoring yourself right now in in your growth um during this time two things that i'm doing one is celebrating the small wins kind of as you just mentioned Mm -hmm not learning not to resent the process that we've come through um 
and then really learning to have forgiveness as almost my default mode immediately whenever I'm triggered whenever I'm having limiting beliefs come up mm-hmm. I immediately forgive myself instead of going to the spiral of what the hell I thought I dealt with this why is this coming up you know the 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 whole thing <laughs> that we go go over I mean it's not even worth going over because we all enter that mindset spiral but instead just replacing it with I forgive myself for having this thought. I'm obviously up leveling because I'm meeting this in another capacity because spirit knows that I can deal with it now. So let's, let's tackle it and let's, let's do this, but I'm going to meet it with forgiveness and compassion. And I mean, it took me a very long time to get there as my default mode of, you know, great. I had a limiting belief, amazing opportunity to practice compassion. (laughs) Like you hear that a year ago with me, I'd be like, what the fuck (laughs) are you talking about? (laughs) Meet something with compassion. But now it's like, that was, that's just what I'm embodying. So it's, it's really recognizing how far we've come and celebrating it as well. That's what I'm, I'm doing. And then of course, weekly self-care rituals that I do with the products and also with my own spiritual practice as well. So there's the physical and then there's the mindset. Sorry. I was going to say, what is your favorite self-care ritual that you, you do with your product? Oh my gosh. I think the goddess bath. So what I do is I have four, um, they're not tumbled, but they're like smaller, like you can hold in your hand rose quartz. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's along with moonstone, like the goddess crystal. Mm-hmm. So I have my moonstone and my four rose quartz on all ends of the bath, light candles next to them. I use my detox teas that I have. They're like giant uh, tea bags for your bath and they actually have black tea in them and everything. I use those. Um, I use my body scrub, but the whole concept of it is just don't use the body scrub to just smash it out and get your self-care ritual done. You draw the bath. You really, like you were saying the other day when you were using the soap, like tuning in with your body, asking yourself, what do you need right now? Like particular parts of your body. And that is something that when we really embrace that and make time and view that as important, I've been doing this for like three weeks. So don't think I'm like some (laughs) pro. I've been doing it for three years. I've been consistently doing this for three weeks, Mm. especially with my husband home, especially, um, you know, embracing that this is my time to do this. And so I've been doing that. And really just what you do in that moment is tune in with different parts of your body, like your legs, what do they need? Um, your torso, your sacral chakra, root chakra area, what does it need? Um, and just go up the chakras really, if that helps with, with ease of where to tune in, but really tune in with, for me recently, it's been my legs because it's like, you've been carrying me for so long. What do you need? And it's just like, and they've been getting stronger by the workouts that I've been doing too. So it's a holistic body experience. Mm-hmm. 
And um, it's just interesting because when you tune in with the different parts of your body and you open yourself up to those intuitive hits, it's like the goddess just speaks to you like full on. And then using the products as well in conjunction with that, it's just like a spiritual self-care ritual. And I've been doing that consistently for three weeks. So I'm loving it. I love that so much. And yeah, the, the legs are really attached to the root chakra, to the grounding mm-hmm. support. They're, they're the support system um, of the body. You know, they take us where, where we're going to go. You know, they, yeah. they feel into the earth. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. I'm so glad that you got to share. And um, also you guys at the end, I will have Michelle like let us know where we can find her products and all those things. Cause I literally literally love the elixir apothecary products they are next level and i love the fact that i don't have to worry about them on my skin or my daughter's skin um mm-hmm. they're really yeah they're child safe mm-hmm. it's it's awesome yeah so what do you think has been your biggest inspiration at this moment hmm. that's a good one A lot of things. I'm trying to think of the biggest one. The biggest one is the biggest inspiration for me is seeing how we really do regenerate ourselves because of our cyclic nature. Especially seeing how everybody staying home has kind of almost healed the earth in a very like messed up way. It's like whoa, we're doing that to the earth like the swans are back in the canals I think it was Italy or something and uh, I might be wrong where the location was but it's like things are healing things are because we're not producing so much and I feel like it's kind of forcing humanity to understand how wasteful we are as well and how an impact like we don't really have a right to come up come onto this earth and screw it up so much and it's like I mean, it's like that, that meme of it's like Mother Earth sent us to our rooms to think about what we did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, really, though, it, it is. And um, the biggest inspiration has been seeing how things do regenerate and also um, how there's a guaranteed abundance at the end of it all and how we can apply that to our own certainty and our own success is when we embrace these cycles, whether it's ourselves, nature, seasons, whatever, there is guaranteed abundance waiting for us along the way also, but at the end. And that's been a huge inspiration because it's just, you can't, it's, you can't ignore it. And after a while, we're always nudged to see it. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. I, the abundance, mm-hmm. is, that's a big one. Just remembering that, that yeah. is a- right that's something that you shared with me it's first mm-hmm. time i ever heard that is that it's it's our birthright abundance you know mm-hmm. it's always waiting for us um and yep. you know we've been trained so much the opposite you know that mm-hmm. we it's always scarce there's always that lack mentality always got to do more do more do more to earn it when mm-hmm. in truth you know source has provided this for us from the start like literally provided us the abundance of the earth yeah. Um, to support our life and our evolution and our soul growth and all these things. And it's really yeah. a beautiful concept. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> so what do you think that you have learned like 
the most from this experience? When you say the most, I'm like, I have a list. <laughs> you know, whatever you've learned is, yeah, absolutely. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh boy. Um, the things I've learned, it's restored my faith in humans. <laughs> because I've seen the worst of how people have reacted and then the best. Like, people at the grocery store, I witnessed this, including my husband, walking up to elderly people and asking them, do you see anything in our cart that you would like? And I'm like, what is this happening right now? Like, I'm tearing up right now just thinking about it. And then you know, you see the good stuff and then you see the stuff on the other side that's like, wow, people have a long way to go. (laughs) But we also have a choice of what we're going to focus on because we have been on both ends of the spectrum. We've been selfish and we've been selfless. So there's no space to judge. So what are we going to focus on and who are we going to be? So it's restored my faith in humanity because I used to see people coming out of nowhere, just charitable even not just money-wise, but just charitable with their actions. Um, and then, oh gosh, I mean, like, that's, that's humanity, biggest thing I've learned. And then when it comes to, like, personal, it really is, and I've said this before so many times, and I'll never stop saying it, it's building a sustainable life that's worthy of being blessed. This has almost forced us to learn how to have fun again, learn how to connect with our families. Divorce rates are going down because people are just being with each other more. Mm -hmm. And why does it take this for this to happen? Why do we get so in the the rat race so quickly? And I think that's the thing. If we're going to come out the other end of this in any way different, it's to have our priorities right, our family, our self-care, our mental health, our spiritual expansion. Um, We need to align our sole purpose with our businesses more, or even not just our businesses, but our work. You know, we can express ourselves, our sole purpose in our work if we don't want to build businesses ourselves. Mm -hmm. But if you want to build a business around it, don't be doing it because everybody else is doing it a certain way. Do it because Forge your path, forge your own way. And that's been another thing that's been huge. So it really is, is forcing us to align. And when we embrace the alignment then and the priorities, like building a life, family and children come first. And then, you know, well, spirituality, I feel we need to get right first spiritually. And then we can, you know, filling our cup concept. Yes. Then we can go out and and give our all to our family and children. And then the business, it doesn't need to be first thing we wake up in the morning, do business, or it's on our mind, like do the business stuff. And then maybe a little 10 minute meditation if I have time. And then family in between my Instagram scrolls, Mm -hmm. that is completely upside down. And I feel like we're being turned the right side up. Mm-hmm. So building a sustainable life worthy of being blessed. 
figure out what that looks like for you and then do it. That's, that's a huge thing. Yeah. 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 Priorities have definitely had a huge, a huge Mm -hmm. shift. Um, I know my husband for sure has also felt the same of just um, going from just our particular businesses, you know, like I've, I've worked from home now for, let's see, I've been at home for about three years, you know, mm-hmm. however long Scarlett's been here. Um, I've had a profitable business for about a year and mm-hmm. let's see, about a year? No, about, about six, six months, something like that actually. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's been interesting because he's been away so much. And now that we're finally experiencing time together, so often and just seeing our daughter really expand because of us all being together. Um, it's kind of realigned for both of us, um, this, the distance. And cause sometimes you do, you go, well, you know, it's only for a little while and I'll just put it on the back burner and da 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 da. And then, you know, it's insane to me how much people grow in a year, how much people grow in six months. Um, and when you aren't, connected with your partner um Mm -hmm. it's really it's really showed that to me of just how much that you grow in in different areas and if you're not constantly coming back to that like you know how do we realign how do we realign how do we realign like not just separately but together as well as a unit um Mm -hmm. you can really lose it quickly um so that's definitely been a huge a huge priority shift for us as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's beautiful yeah you you see it. And those things that are, we put on the back burner are literally things that we're basically, when we do that, we're saying energetically to the universe, that's my next lesson I need to learn. When we put these things in the back burner, like for me, I put my marriage on the back burner for a long time. Then I started working with an amazing life coach that I think you've interviewed already, Analia. Oh, she- Or you're going to interview okay. her? Yeah. She is incredible, and she taught me basically when you put things on the back burner, that's going to be your next thing you're going to learn. Because my marriage, I was like, well, I'll, I'll get there. I'm sure it'll work itself out. You know, I'm sure. <laughs> kept getting worse and worse, kept going to bed without saying goodnight. And then it turned into no sex for two weeks. And then it turned into like domino effects spirals into not even living parallel lives, but like literally just thinking, I mean, I guess it may not work. I don't really know. And we have connected so much more. Like I actually have shifted out of indifference in my marriage and shifted into passion through working with her. And so that was one example of like, (laughs) I basically said, you know, here, I'm going to ignore this. So let's spirits like, all right, then let's work on it because you can't build that sustainable lifestyle. If you're going to put your marriage on the back burner, can you be somebody who makes a hundred K a month and have a marriage that is the way that it is? Like you're not going to be married anymore. And it's like, do I want to be married? Yes. So obvious solution, (laughs) fix what's going on. So that's been part of building a sustainable life. Um, Gratitude is another thing. Like I would always say, I'm sure I'm grateful at some point in the day. I'm sure I express gratitude at some point in the day. Like what a stupid thought. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> it's not gonna just happen. And so I said myself compassion, like, no, I'm not going to like hate myself for thinking that so long. I'm just going to send myself compassion and then deal with it mm-hmm. now. So every, everything, everything that we put on the back burner gets dealt with quick. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about gratitude. It's literally, it's the mm-hmm. and shifting my perspective the, the most during all this. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. how freaking grateful and how supported that we are right now to, especially mm-hmm. in America. Like, I mean, you can turn on the news right now and there's people in, you know, foreign countries like getting shot in the head over this disease, over mm-hmm. this virus. And we can still walk our ass to the grocery store and be like, mm-hmm. Oh, they don't have Charmin. I guess I'll take, you know, Equate <laughs> brand or whatever. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, and really just remembering how freaking amazing that is that mm-hmm. we have the opportunity that we actually can walk outside our door and run down the street and get some exercise and get fresh air and things like that, you know. Wow. And of mm-hmm. course, always practice, you know, the safe social distancing and all that good stuff, you guys. But like, we yeah. have so much freedom right now mm-hmm. in America and so much opportunity that other places don't have right now. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really brought me back to center. So, so often um, is that gratitude. Mm-hmm. Piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gratitude is, is absolutely imperative, especially um, around the privilege concept, you know, is your hair braided on the side? No, it's pinned. Okay. It almost looked yep. good. And I was like, Oh, that is so sad. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I know you guys. I know. I know. Um, but I did have one final question for you, Michelle, and that is: if you have one piece of advice to give a um, a female entrepreneur, or it could be just a person in general, um, on these current circumstances and how to get through, what would that be? A piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Um. I think boiling it down to embracing the alignment rather than like digging our heels into the ground. <laughs> Cause I see a lot of that. It's like, we have to, we're not going to go and sit in our, you know, whatever it was, survival van or whatever people have built their bunkers or whatever with our 80 cans of beans and toilet paper. We're not going to go do that. Like they're actually full on embracing life and the alignment that it's teaching us. I would really just say embrace the alignment, embrace the places that goddess Kali is ripping the rug out from under in your life and goddess Kali is the is the goddess of of so many things but basically cyclic nature we've talked about this before you know death rebirth life cycles constantly guaranteed to regenerate Mm -hmm. and when we align ourselves um when we align ourselves fully with embracing that that's going to happen either way So we may as well live a life of alignment, which means doing things in our businesses that feel really good in the right energy, embodying higher self qualities. 
um, mastering our mindset, all of that, getting to that point is going to look like a lot of destruction in our lives because it has to be torn down to be built back up. And we literally cannot continue the way we have been. So embrace the alignment, embrace the restructuring <laughs> that's taking place in the world and leave behind the stuff that's not going to serve you and just leave it behind. I mean, the card I'm studying right now is eight of cups and it's all about, I know, you know, but for any listeners, it's all about what are we choosing to bring into our next phase mm -hmm. and what are we choosing to leave behind? And it's just such a powerful, very in alignment card. It's like, and that's what alignment is. So what are you choosing to leave behind? What are you choosing to take with you? How can you become a better person at the end of this, no matter what's happening? And that's, that's the, the greatest question I think we can ask ourselves during this time. So, Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you yeah. so much, Michelle, for coming on. And if everybody heard this talk and you're like, oh my God, how can I get a hold of Michelle? How can I connect with her? Um, what are some of the ways that we can connect with you on socials, your uh, business page, all of the things? Hello? Oh, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Now I can. <laughs> so I said, um, what are some ways that we can connect with you? What are uh, some of your socials and things like that for those of the listeners that are like, oh my God, I got to know more about Michelle. Cool. So Elixir is on Instagram, elixir.apothecary. Okay. Um, and we talk about all sorts of things, self-care rituals, spiritual self-care, um, spirituality and um, I'm really shifting into how can I be of service in that space so yes I'm a certified herbalist but you're gonna get a lot of you know coming in the coming months actionable rituals that you can apply to your life that's my plan so elixir Pothecary. so on Instagram it's at e-l-i-x-i-r dot apothecary and it's also elixirapothecary.com, so pretty easy. <laughs> and then um, Hello Wholeness Co. is my coaching business, and it's helping preferably female spiritual entrepreneurs mm -hmm. build spiritual businesses that really impact the world and fulfill your life's purpose. Um, there's a lot of actionable steps that I especially am going to be releasing like this week and coming next week on really getting clarity in our direction in our business because you've either been thinking about starting a business or you have been running a business for a few months or a year and you're like I don't know this whole thing has kind of thrown me off mm -hmm. so that's what the challenge that starts on the 27th is all about it's going to be really like by the end of it you're going to know exactly your direction of where you're headed roadmap game plan everything um but in the coming weeks i'm going to be giving some free trainings on that too and that challenge is free as well and that's hello.wholeness.co on instagram and then the facebook group is whole soul collective yeah thank you so much yeah. and uh, i'm super excited about this challenge um that's starting up you said at the end of this week end of next week 27th of march so we have a little bit mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. But I'm really, I really want to gain some momentum and get, let people know what's going on. So put it on your calendar if you're listening now, but 27th of March, Monday, we start. April. April? April. Gosh. Okay. 27th of April. We're two days into April and I still think it's March. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) good. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for being on today. I really appreciate you coming on, sharing your your beautiful voice, your incredible accent, all of your gifts. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Sure to follow uh, Michelle on um, on her Instagram profiles. She is absolutely such an inspiration in my life, um, and she will definitely be an inspiration in yours. So feel free to to follow her to get in her Facebook group. There's so much amazing value there. Um, and we are blessed. We hope that all of you are doing well during this pandemic. We're sending you all the good vibes, truly just blessings and peace during this time. And, uh, we'll, we'll chat at you later. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.